Hi, beautiful women. Hi, guys. It's Julia. Today, I am doing a solo podcast. Um, I'm really excited about it. A little bit nervous about it, but we're all friends here. (sighs) Can we just please start with like a collective exhale? I feel like it's never... A bad time to take a reset breath. What a day. It's like 10 p.m. right now. I am sitting in bed. I just took a shower. I lit my favorite new candle, put on my softest pajamas, and just wanted to be comfortable because just a reminder, you matter and your comfort matters. And it is so easy for me to cater to everyone else all day from the time my eyes open in the morning giving of myself to my husband and my baby and my job and my work and my family and I don't resent it I love it I'm good at giving I'm good at loving people but I totally forget to give myself the same kind of love and attention that I give the people around me and um, it just feels really good to remember yourself because you matter. You matter a lot. And on that note, I wanted to share uh, tonight something that I wrote when I was about six months pregnant. I listened to Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, while I was pregnant. And it was life-changing. It was so good. It's such a beautiful book. I listened to it as an audio book, and I actually decided to just start listening to it again for the second time because it seriously is like the self-help, self-love Bible and I could probably listen to it 10 times and always get something new out of it. So I'm really excited to start again. Um, But in her book, she talks about how she wrote a letter to herself when she was in a really good place because she knew that she would go to a dark place and she struggled with, I think it was depression, I don't remember exactly, Um, or maybe it was the addiction, but she said that she needed to write herself something for those dark days so that she would remember her true self, because sometimes when we're in the dark or we're overwhelmed or exhausted, we can forget our true essence, and it was such a beautiful idea. I was really scared while I was pregnant of having postpartum depression, I had depression really bad as a teenager, and it was um, consuming. It was awful. It was such a dark time, and I didn't ever want to go back there. Um, I was so scared, and I wish I wouldn't have spent so much of my pregnancy being so scared um, because it really was such a waste of my, my brain power and my energy. But I thought that writing this letter to myself would be Um, almost like an insurance policy and a great way to pull myself out of a dark time if I ever got there. Um, Or just if I was struggling with overwhelm, if I wasn't depressed but I just felt exhausted and needed something to give me hope. I wanted my hopeful, joyful, energized, six-month pregnant self to give me some kind of message. And I opened it. uh, I haven't opened it. I haven't read it. Uh, at all. I wanted to save it. 
It kind of reminds me of labor. They say that you should keep your pain relief techniques, your your best ones, until you really can't stand it anymore. Because if you bust out all your tricks and you use massage and heat and whatever else at the very beginning, when you're only in a little bit of pain or moderate pain, when you get to the point where you're in a lot of pain, you're not going to have any tools left. And... I kind of took that same approach with this of I don't want to read it if I'm just doing okay. Um, I want to wait until it will really benefit me the most and help me the most. And so I've been putting it off. I'm five months postpartum today and uh, I'm struggling a little bit. Um, I'm struggling a lot and I wanted something to be a beacon of hope for myself, an anchor into my own soul in a time where I feel a little bit adrift. So I thought that I would share it with all of you because it is powerful and beautiful and so insightful for my six months pregnant self. I wish I could go back and hug myself and just say thank you. Um, But the best that I could do to thank myself was to share it with all of you guys. And this is a note, obviously it's written for a postpartum mama, but I think that any woman could get some uh, jewels out of this. So with that, I'm going to start. I'm going to read you this letter that I wrote to myself. The first part is um, like a letter to myself, and the second half was um, a list of practical things that I wrote for myself to do and to try if I found myself struggling. So I'll read through all of that to you. Here it goes. Dear Julia, you love your life. You get enjoyment from the smallest things and you're very easy to please. An organized house, some YouTube videos, a good podcast during a walk, your favorite show, a good meal, wine tasting, going to a beautiful place, Instagramming, a shower and a tan, just being at home, fresh carpet lines, a frosty glass of Chardonnay. These are the things that fill you up. Not running a business, not changing the world, not the things that you think you should be doing to be worthy or successful. You don't realize, Julia, how wise you are to find the most joy and fulfillment in the simple daily things. Others are chasing and striving but you suck the joy and life from every present moment, letting your life fill you rather than trying to fill your life. You are worthy. You are a success. You are amazing and enough right now. You are a deeply stable person. You are so aware of yourself and others. You are grounded. You are trustworthy. You are deeply stable. 
your core values are growth, peace, order, connection, aesthetics, and enjoyment. So remember that. You love to be in the moment, untethered from future fears and concerns. You are doing enough. You are enough. You are perfectly acceptable right now. None of it needs to be perfect, but hug that perfectionist inside you who just desperately wants things to be safe and predictable and easy. You are your best when you're present. So be present. Embrace what is. Discomfort is not bad. Discomfort does not equal death. Although sometimes I think it does. You are allowed to be uncomfortable and still thrive and choose life. Explore it. Embrace it. Be with the uncomfortable. Don't numb. Don't shove it away. Journal how you're feeling. Make time for yourself. Go outside. Eat some greens. You will never lose you. You are your home base. You are full. Go inside of yourself and eat something from your own fullness. You are more than this present moment. This moment is a part of your life, not your whole life. Breathe in. Good and bad news, this won't last. You're going to miss this. Be present even when it hurts. Stay present even when it's hard. I know you're afraid of losing yourself, Julia, to the dark. But we've been there before. We know it well. We will be okay, even in the dark. We have tools now. Remember what you've learned. Life is in this pain. Breakthrough comes when we radically accept our right now. Let the glow of presence and spirit fill you up in this moment, in every moment. Allow yourself to be without judgment. Judgment is abandoning the self and abandoning yourself, Julia, was worse than any darkness ever was. If you're feeling like shit today, here's a checklist of things to think through. This is the practical list that I wrote for myself of things that I knew can make me feel like crap and how to fix it. Have you been taking your methylated folate? your vitamin D, your iron, your choline, your probiotic, your magnesium? Have you been taking care of your physical body? Have you been sleeping? You know that you don't do well and your mental health suffers if you don't sleep. So maybe try and get some extra sleep tonight. Do you need to have a talk with yourself in the mirror? Because she might need it. That reflection that you see, that self, she needs to hear what you think of her. She needs affirmation and comfort. Do you feel out of control? 
What's something small that you can do to take back control today? Do you need to start or get back on a routine? Is everything just too serious? What's something that you can do today to create fun? Do you need to ask for help? What's something that you can pass off to Eric or mom? Are you letting fear and anxiety stop you from expanding and stepping out? The only way to make scary things feel normal is to do them. Remember, you're brave, and you can reclaim your confidence even with a baby. Try leaving the house with the baby. Try leaving the babe at the house and going to the grocery store. Try going out to a restaurant or somewhere else with the baby. Maybe you guys can go to church. Just try to get out of the house. Is it time to reach out to your doctor or counselor for additional support? Just do something, Julia. When in despair, always choose energy. And remember, you love being outside and being active. So what's something that you can do to get outside today? Maybe go on a walk with the baby. Maybe do some stretching or yoga and just take time for yourself. So that is the letter that I wrote to myself and I want to address a couple of the things um, that that really stood out to me in this and that I just love and are so significant. Um, Going back to the beginning, one of the things that I said is you don't have to change the world. It's not the things that you think you should be doing that will make you worthy or successful. And I just want to remind everyone listening that I know that there's things in your heart and your mind that and you tell yourself if you did them that you'd be worthy or you'd be a success, whether it's losing weight or getting a certain amount of Instagram followers or having more friends or whatever it is, but it's not the things that you think you need to be worthy or successful. You are worthy and you're successful right now and you are enough right now. And then I said... Um, It's important, Julia, to let your life fill you rather than trying to fill your life. Ooh, that is so good. Six months pregnant me was smart AF. This is, um, I really am a simple person. And I think that we could all get so much more joy if we let our life fill us rather than trying to fill our lives. If we let that sunset and our dog and uh, the smell of our loved one and our fresh candle that we just got, if we let our life fill us, the simple little things that are all around us constantly every day, if we let that fill us rather than trying to fill our life with more, trying to fill our life with accomplishments and achievements and purchases and fake friends, what if we just let our life fill us? It's so beautiful. Um, I talk about my core values. That's such a huge thing for me. I took a test in college, actually, that talked about what your core values are. And um, it always really stuck with me because it's so true. And I think that there's a test. You can Google it for free um, to look up your core values. And uh, mine are growth, peace, order, connection, aesthetics, and enjoyment. 
Those are basically the pillars that run my life, that help me to make my decisions, that bring me joy, that fill me up, that I'm led by. We're all different. There's like, I don't know, I think there was like 50 different core values. Um, And, you know, it could be family relationships, making money, joy. Um, I don't even remember the list, but it's so helpful to know what drives you and to know what, what, it's kind of like north on a compass. If you're lost and you're stressed and you feel like you don't even recognize yourself anymore or your life, go back to your core values. Are you living by them? Do they even have a say in your day-to-day life? Are you honoring them? My number one is growth. So I can ask myself, how have I been growing lately? How have I been supporting growth in my life? What have I been consuming to help me grow? Or am I just stagnating? Because for me, stagnating feels like death. Because growth is my number one core value. Whereas someone else might not really care or pay that much attention to if they're growing. So highly recommend that. Um, I really liked how I said you're doing enough. You are enough. You are perfectly acceptable right now. But hug that perfectionist inside of you who just desperately wants things to be safe, predictable, and easy. Oh my gosh, isn't that all of us? Hug that perfectionist inside of you who desperately is just a scared little girl on the inside and just wants things to be safe and predictable and easy. Um, when I talked about the darkness and that was what I meant by, um, postpartum depression about not being afraid of the dark and being afraid to losing myself to the darkness again. Um, I really like this last line in that paragraph that says judgment is abandoning yourself and abandoning yourself was way worse than any darkness ever was. In this paragraph, I talk about how you can be present when you're uncomfortable, how you can be present when you're hurting or depressed or anxious or don't know what you're doing with your life. (laughs) How just being present in, in your pain or your discomfort is so powerful and healing. And any kind of judgment on yourself, you should be better. You should be a better mom. You should be further by now. You should have lost the weight. You should be doing more. I have these thoughts like multiple times a day. (laughs) But judgment is abandoning the self. When you stand and, and judge yourself, you're standing outside of yourself and saying you're not worthy. Be different. And there's no way to judge yourself and to be present with yourself in the same moment. It doesn't work like that. You have to come out of your conscience, out of your consciousness out of yourself to judge yourself from the outside so i said judgment is abandoning yourself and abandoning yourself is so much worse than any darkness ever was living your life abandoning yourself judging yourself hating yourself being disconnected from your desires and your dreams and your wants is so much worse than any postpartum depression could ever be Oh, that's good. Pat myself on the back for that one. <laughs> um, I don't have Eric here to make jokes with me. It's so weird. And then the practical things that I address with myself, it was just some stuff that 
I knew affected me personally and I wanted to just ask myself some leading questions because maybe if I couldn't pinpoint why I felt bad, why I felt off, these helped me like that compass. They helped to lead me back to my truest self. So things from taking my vitamins, am I taking care of my actual physical body to sleeping, you know, um, to I talk about mirror talk in here. Um, something so powerful that I've learned in the past is the practice of mirror talk where you sit in front of the mirror and you talk to yourself and you tell yourself your affirmations or truths while you look into your own eyes. And it is one of the most powerful practices I've ever done. It's one of the most intimate practices I've ever done. It's extremely uncomfortable at first. But it is life-changing. What was it? There's a statistic that says that you believe a certain percentage of what you hear from other people and you believe like more than that of I'm like totally butchering this. I'm going to make up the numbers just so it makes sense. There's this quote that says, you know, you believe 50% of what other people tell you, but you believe 90% of what you say to yourself, what you tell yourself and just the importance of self-talk um, and how much we believe what we tell ourselves about ourselves. Uh, someone else might say you're amazing you're a good friend, you're kind, you're uh, curious, you're joyful, you're thoughtful, but it kind of like bounces off. But when you tell yourself, it actually sticks and you're like, wait, that must be true because I'm saying it. And then the practice of looking into your own eyes is super powerful, just like it's really powerful if you're telling someone you love them and you look them right in the face, right in their eyes and you say, no, like I actually love you so much. It's like you like connect with their soul you're basically just doing the same thing with yourself it's powerful it changes things really quickly if you're wanting to boost your self-love self-improvement game do some mirror talk and what's cool is I never have like a script um, or like a list of affirmations I just kind of look at myself in the eyes and I, I I can see in my eyes what I need to hear that sounds weird but I can tell when I look at myself, if, I feel, if I'm feeling defeated, I can tell when I'm looking at myself if I just feel disconnected from myself. I, you, I mean, you know, it's like you look into your own soul, figure out what your own soul needs and talk, talk into that. Um, I talk about getting back onto a routine. Sometimes life just like throws us and we lose those things that we do on the daily that kind of ground us. Those like grounding points in our day from making your bed to uh, making your morning smoothie or journaling or listening to that morning podcast or unwinding at the end of the night with your favorite playlist. Whatever these things are that are kind of like your routine that you flow into and on your normal days having a baby kind of will probably throw you off. Um, and you have to actually try and work to get back to a routine. Um, I really like how I said, is everything too serious? How can you bring fun back into your day? Because guys, especially with COVID, things get serious so quick. When you're stuck in the same house every day with the same people, life can get real serious and real boring. And I love that I just challenged myself to bring fun back into things, especially with a new baby. It can feel super serious when 
you're trying to work on breastfeeding, you're trying to figure out how to be a mom, you're trying to dodge everyone's judgments or the stress that you feel when you look at the perfect families on Instagram, it just gets serious and stressful. And bringing back fun, just simple fun, is such a good way to get out of a rut. Um, reaching out to a doctor or a therapist, getting help, because I'm not above help. Um, yeah, so that was the letter that I wrote to myself, and I hope that it blessed you guys and you got something out of it. Um, this is a really personal intimate part of my life and I think that it's worth sharing um feel free to reach out if you're a postpartum mom if you're going through it if you're just a woman who needed to hear this if you have any postpartum mamas or any pregnant mamas that you know send this to them this could be the gift and the little gem in their life that they need that they don't even know that they need yet uh, feel free to follow us on Instagram. It's at Griffin Unfiltered Podcast. And I am on Instagram at Mrs. Griffin Eats. And I would love to keep connecting with you guys uh, here at the podcast every week, but on there as well. And I hope that you have a beautiful night. Bye.